Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is February 17th. The month is half over, people. Ah. <laughs> I... I don't know where this year is going. We are here for our mastermind call. The topic this month is money, 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 and it's continuing on where we went last month with changing the mindset, the mindset shift that needs to take place as you continue to make a big leap. I want people to make a big leap this year. We're done making these little baby steps. We're going to make a big leap, and to do that, you've really got to change your thinking and sometimes that makes you challenge your belief system, face some of the things, the messages you hear from how you were raised. And, you know, we did that last month. We really focused on getting organized, cleaning the clutter. And thank goodness nobody can see where I'm sitting right now because it's just <laughs> multiplying like that. Um, oh. Remember Gizmo? I can't think of that movie. And you add, don't feed him at uh, night or at, get him wet. Yes. Uh, Gremlins. Um, yeah. And they just keep making more and more. That's my piles. I'm just surrounded by piles that are multiplying. But you know, we, I think we had a good call last last time. I liked the topic. We we were going over money, our money attitude. You're supposed to examine your attitude, look at your money practices, uh, start setting up your files. Looking at setting up, if you don't have a personal retirement account, IRA, something for you, start looking at that. I don't care even if it's a dollar. Emergency savings and a money, you know, a bank account for yourself or your business. You know, the emergency savings, I look at it two ways. I meet people, especially women business owners, and I know we've got men in the group, so they can take this with, you know, I don't want to be offended, but I've met several business owners that the same year my business was exploding and my husband left, their husbands left them. You've got to be able to take care of yourself. You've got to have some, you know, I hate to say be sneaky and have some money squirreled away, but I just really feel like in today's day and age, you almost have to. You have to take care of yourself. So get your finances in order. Even with your business, if it means having a separate legal document that, you know, the spouse doesn't get your business. And then the step five was um, giving, whether it's donating, giving your time, time, talent, that type of thing. Step six was looking at, again, your, your business practices. And seven was really setting your intention, being very specific, asking for what you need, asking for what you want. Combination of laws of attraction, which I've always said laws of attraction is just your conversation with God. <laughs> Identifying and, again, believing in yourself and that you're going to get what you need, what you want. So... 
The action, I, I, ugh, I can't talk. Action items were cleaning out your wallet, getting organized, organize your bills, get clear on where you are with your debt, what debt, personal debt, business debt, that type of thing. Have a weekly money meeting with yourself. Don't hide from it, just, but don't worry about it either. Know that if something comes in, you're going to focus on it on a certain day and time. And then again, ask for what you need. Pray about it. Some of the suggested readings was Stuart Wilde, The Little Money Bible. I've got that here if anybody wants it. Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Tom Wheelwright, Tax-Free Wealth. I have not read that one. And then I gave you the link for The Art of Money, P.T. Barnum, Classic. And then some different apps. I know Red had bought one of the... Um, Oh, the name all of a sudden escapes me. The one where you scan your neat receipts. Mm-hmm. And it came, once she actually opened it, it came with a membership fee, a monthly membership fee. So that thing was going right back. Because there are lots of apps. You've got your scanner on your computer. Either way, those receipts are not jumping into that neat receipts. That, I see, is a needless expense. If you've got a scanner, you've got a phone that can scan the documents, you still got to tell it where to go. It just doesn't, you know, jump out of the wallet into the scanner and then into the right document. So make wise money choices. Our call tonight is the middle of the month mastermind call, and we're going to shake it up a little bit. I'm going to start letting you all facilitate the discussion. And I have Christine. I chose her to do the first one because her business model, her business, and the reason she chose her business just totally aligns with the topics that we've been going over so far this year. So, Christine, I'm just going to let you take it away. Tell us about your business, why you chose that business, and then just take the conversation wherever you want. And, again, this is your guys' mastermind call time, so bring up anything you want to bring up. And we're all here to help you brainstorm whatever needs brainstormed. Right, and feel free to jump in and add whatever you want while I'm talking. (laughs) It won't um, bother me any. Um, So my business is Premier Designs Jewelry, and I know some of you are familiar with it and some of you may not have heard of it. But we are um, a, we like to call it a direct service company, not a direct selling company, because the emphasis of Premier is all about service. Honoring God and serving people is our philosophy. Um, which really is one of the reasons that I chose it. Um, A, because I love jewelry, yes. But B, more importantly, for what the company stands for, the integrity and um, just everything they believe in and everything they stand for. So it was a perfect fit. Um, They are beginning their 30th year, and they truly believe that their success has come from uh, believing in God and knowing that it is his design that this company continues to exist and exists um, in a good standing. Um, they also contribute to uh, missionaries around the world and here in the United States, which, again, is another thing that I just think is a wonderful thing that we're able to do that. They're a debt-free company and have been since day one, which allows them to give so generously, not only to them, but to us also as um, jewelers in the company and their home office employees. They're just so wonderful about serving us 
and taking care of us. So it's nice to work for a company that truly has our best interest at heart and looking out for other people. So um, when I was looking at the money, 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 the first thing that it says is money is a tool to be of service to more people. And I thought, wow, isn't that exactly where I'm coming from, is we are all about serving people. And Andy says, and I have a quote written here somewhere. Let me see if I can find it. He says, um, of course I have all my stuff ready, but it's all. (laughs) I have so many little post-it notes. And um, where is it? The way he says it, it's so true that um, uh, sorry, I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm going to try my best to remember exactly because I thought I had it right here. But he says, um, just do the serving part and the selling will come. It will happen. If you serve people, then the selling will take care of itself. And that really is true. I find when I go to a show, and I guess I should also kind of skip that part of what I do, um, I don't have a store, I don't, um, I do sell out of my house sometimes, but that's because I've invited people to come and check it out. But basically, the way it works is like a home show or a party plan, but we like to really focus on the serving the people. My job is to go and love on those people and make them feel good about themselves. And by doing that, you know, by helping women feel good about themselves, by helping them put outfits together and by pulling their wardrobe together, by accessorizing it, makes them feel good about themselves. It's so much fun to hang out with women and just see them try on things and look in the mirror and feel good about themselves, as well as working with my team. One of my girls was over last week, and she said the biggest thing she's gotten, and she's only been in a couple of months, is her self-confidence. She said she never wore jewelry before. She, Her mom was so completely surprised that she decided to join Premier because she'd never worn jewelry. But she said, I just have so much more confidence. I get dressed in the morning and I put on my jewelry and it just makes me feel good about myself. And that is just brings me such great joy to know that not only is um, she making money to help her family and doing the things that she needs to do for them, but it's given her confidence in herself. So that is just a, a great thing. So, um, you know, my job is to serve people and I, I love doing that, and so I go out and I do home shows. I do personal consultations with women to help them just one-on-one go through their closet and say, oh, this works or, oh, this doesn't, and how can we put it together and what can we do to put the finishing touches of the accessories on it. Um, I do another thing I'm very passionate about is fundraising. Again, because we are a company that gives back um, I want to also give back. And they're very generous to us. We make 50% of what we sell, so we're able, I feel like I'm able to give back. Um, I'm doing what I call share the love shows, and so I'm giving 50% of my profit back to the organization or the person that's in need or whatever it may be. 
Um, so I'm kind of, I feel like I'm probably talking all over the place, <laughs> but I wanted to start with the money as a tool to be a service to more people. And I just really feel like um, sometimes you just have to do the service and do the things and it will come back to you. It was, we were doing a training. Um, I missed the first Monday call or the first Tuesday call because that's also a training call for us the first Tuesday. And so the person that was training us, one of the things she said is don't concentrate on the pennies or you won't make the dollars. Sometimes you have to invest even when you don't have the money because if you invest in yourself and you invest in your business, it will come back to you. Sometimes it's hard to do. Um, but it's an important thing to do. Um, I feel like I'm just talking. And <laughs> you are anybody. I like the part you just brought up about the investing. Mm-hmm. Think about it. We invest whether it's college education, whatever we were doing before we became a business owner. We invested right. time to learn. You know. I, the Marine Corps invested in me to send me to boot camp before I became a Marine. They took that risk on me. Right. You went to school to be a teacher. You were teaching, but you took that initial risk with your schooling. And as a business owner, whether it's coaching, conferences, books, all of that is investing. And I am a firm believer, too, it will come back. And the years that I have not, invested in coaching for myself were the years I didn't grow. My business didn't make a big growth. It made, I think one year it didn't even grow. I think it was like $300 less than the year before. Right. So it kind of goes back to that that money hole we were talking about, having that hole that money flows through. It flows out, but it flows in. So if you're keeping it so tight, Mm-hmm. You're being Mr. Scrooge, or I always think back, you know, those Lifetime movies where Scrooge is a female. You know, yeah, <laughs> it's so tight that you're not having fun. And I, I'm sure we've all been in relationships or no family or people that are so, t- you know, they have the money and they're mm-hmm. so tight that mm-hmm. you would think they were living, you know, out of a dumpster or something. And then you meet the one who's barely scraping by, and they're the most giving person. Yep. And it's just like, wow. Money doesn't buy happiness, but it is a tool to help others, and I do believe it It does come back. Mm-hmm. It does come back. Right. And it will help you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Sometimes you have to, you know... Really part with it. It is an investment. It's not spending. There's right. No- exactly. You have to look at it that way. You're investing in your future. Mm-hmm. And, right. you know, she also said, concentrate on your doings and leave the rest up to God. Um, if that is, you know. You know, and that's kind of where we were talking last, last, I say last week, just a couple of weeks mm-hmm. ago. You know, you you can pray. You can... <laughs> God's not a genie. He's not a magic lamp. Yep. So you do have to put the hustle behind whatever it is you want. So even when you're investing, I I feel like it's still, you know, he's wanting you to, you you feel it. You know when it's right. You know when you shouldn't be doing something. I think we all 
as women have that intuition. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even with the coaching club, there's a mastermind group. We've had different names for it over the years. There's been people who never have shown up for a call. I, they don't do anything, and, and they're still hanging in there because they're doing things behind the scenes. And there's others who seem like they're doing something, but they're really not. And mm-hmm. that's where I can't be there to make you do it. I can guide you. I can nudge you. I can kick you. I can try to make you do the work and to focus on these things and implement, but mm-hmm. it's ultimately up to you. Right. And, you know, yep. that's kind of where that all comes in. But the money is a tool, and I know I felt more comfortable doing this topic after the January when I met with most of you because now we've had a year. I know more, most of you now where your faith is. I think everybody in the group is very strong in their faith, mm-hmm. where at first, and even as a psychologist, that was like, you don't do that. So now I think it's okay for us to talk about it. And mm-hmm. and we should feel okay to talk about it. But right after I had the one-on-ones with everybody, I know we can talk about this. And it is very important to everybody. Mm-hmm. And as we go into Lent... <laughs> It's like, okay, what are we going to give up? And it doesn't have to be, you know, where I grew up it was always candy or something, but it could be doing something. Well, it's funny because our priest said last year we talked about what you can take up, not give up. I like that. Mm-hmm. I loved that. You know, what are you going to do? Not necessarily give up, but what are you going to take up and do to make yourself better? and to bring yourself closer to God. And um, I just thought that was such a great phrase, so I'm holding on to that. (laughs) Well, I like that, and it still goes back to I'm a firm believer. We each have very unique talents, and we need to use them. Mm -hmm. And it's a disservice to God not to use our talents, to play small, to play meek and mild. That doesn't help anybody. Right. When you look at Joel Osteen or Joyce Myers and the big, or mm-hmm. even just look at Catholic charities, they're not playing small people because they can't help as many people if they play small. Right. And if we want to help more people through mm-hmm. what we do, whether it's losing weight, which ultimately lowers blood pressure, cholesterol, all of those things, looking good, feeling good about themselves with the jewelry. Mm-hmm. It it all does have a purpose and impact. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we may never really understand how. Right. But I think that goes back to, we've talked about it before, and you brought it up, Christine, about don't focus on the selling. It's the relationship. Yep. And I am so glad I did not. You know, I started my business when it was what they coined the relationship economy. People were tired of being sold to. So Mm -hmm. I never had to learn or it was never approached to me to learn any salesy type tactics, even though I I mean, I've gone to some sales training, but it was all heavily, you've got to have that relationship. Mm -hmm. You just have to genuinely have that relationship. Mm -hmm. People will buy. And could any? And I had a conversation yesterday with my mastermind partner on, could you really even sleep at night if you 
strong-armed or twisted somebody, guilted somebody into a sale. No. Mm. No. Yeah. Because then you're still worrying about, are they going to return it? Are they going to, you know, ask for a refund? Are they going to bash me on social media? Right. Yeah, having a conscience is a little more important. (laughs) So, Paula, what's your thoughts on money? I know you're getting more clients, again, signing up more wedding people. I am, and I'm really excited about that. It's going really well. What you just said about taking something up resonated with me because that's been my theme because I'm really not good at giving things up. Right. <laughs> not good at all. But to take something else up, it's like what can I do to make myself or to make the world better? Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that goes, I find that much easier than giving things up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not good at giving things up. That's because we're hoarders. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you could see my house, you would know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, um, are you adopting more cats or what? <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? I had lost one, but I found out she uh, left me and moved across the street where she's living in a heated building now. <laughs> oh. I haven't seen her for two weeks, and I stopped to see my neighbor and ask her if she make sure she knew that Mama got hit. And she said, "Yeah." She said. You have a yellow and white cat? I said, I did have. She said, well, I've got her now. Yeah, she moved across the street. (laughs) Yeah. Now you have all the other cats picketing, petitioning for a heated building. Yeah. No, actually, it was really funny. They come to my house, all of them came to my house on Sunday. I said, what is this, Sunday? You come to Mama's house for dinner or what? (laughs) Yeah. Some of them I only see once a week, but I see them on Sunday. They all come to dinner on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Hey, it works. <laughs> it does. It is. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not good. I say I'm not good with money. I used to be, uh, back in the day, I was a an insurance claims coordinator for uh, a couple of OBGYNs. And anybody could, I used to tell the docs, I am the worst person you could have in charge of this. Because anybody could call me and tell me their sob story, and I would say, all right, I'll put your name on my calendar, and if I don't hear from you, I want to hear from you by the 6th of next month. And if I don't, you know, you're going to go to collections. And in the 13 years I worked there, I only had to send two people to collections because people worked with me. But I used to tell them, you know, anybody can tell me a sob story, and I'll work with them. So, you know, I tell people, I'm not good with money. You can tell me anything, and I'll say, okay, I'll work with you. Which, you know, I do. I give more discounts than I probably should, but, you know, I'm a I'm a sucker. <laughs> well, part of my, my thought is, you know what, that's, it's our business. It's your business. Yeah. You can do what you want. Mm-hmm. Your bills are paid. You're not, you know, you're helping mm-hmm. the world. Yeah. It just may mean, okay, during Lent I'm not doing X and X and X because my part of Lent is I'm giving out X amount of discounts through the year. Yeah. yeah. That's how you're helping. It's just looking at it a little bit different. Yeah. 
And I know I, I tell like people. that too at times that I've given, oh, I just got suckered or, but you yeah. know, it's, you know, it, it, it's part of that giving, that talent, the time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always have to be technically a tangible money. It can be that discount and you're helping. You have that latitude. I'll tell people, it's my business. I can do with it what I want to. Yeah. You want to, you know, donate, you know, a wedding. You know, you do that wedding, that military thing every year, you know. That's time. That's money. Putting it in perspective. Any thoughts, Judy? I was just enjoying the conversation. I forgot the question. <laughs> Do any of you pray before at the beginning the start of your day to have a successful day or pray for your clients or ask God for exactly what you need, how many sales, how many customers per month or how much you need to generate revenue you need to generate per month? Are you very specific on that? Sure. Sure. Yes, I've been doing better. You've been doing better, good. <laughs> That's where that being very intentional, mm-hmm. and I still find I feel guilty and greedy when I do it for me. I have no problem doing it for everybody else. <laughs> I don't feel um, guilty or greedy or anything because I am a giver. And you are. I think I, everyone in the group really is a giver. Mm-hmm, I agree. And um, so I know that I, I financially give a lot, and I was raised with the fact that if it goes out the front door, it will come in the back door. Ooh, um, I love know, that family's... phrase. i got to write that down. And um, my, I think my mother or my father, somebody used to say that, and um, they said if it went out the front door, it will come in the back door when you least expect it. And that I really do experience that happening in my own family. And so, I mean, even if it's my last $10, I have no problem giving that away. And I do realize that, you know, 25 will come in the back door when I least expect it. And that just happened with my business um, last month. And um, it was really a shock. I really needed it. And um, it was a lot more than $25. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really, really, really a great thing. And I realized, you know, I sat down and I looked things over. There was no excuse for it. There was no reason for it, except the only thing I could chalk it up to was, you know what, I sat down, it was tax time, I was looking things over, and I think it was truly because of all the personal donations that I had chalked up um, that was the only thing through the year that I could think of. It was your turn. I think so. And I think that's powerful, and it's. I like to just sit back at the end of the day. Usually the last thing I do before I fall asleep, asleep is I'm really just kind of having my conversation with God, and I'm running through all the good things that happened. And I really Sometimes think- it's not so much that I made money, but there was money savings or something happened that was just like super wow that it's like, that's big. Well, there's good in everything, number one. Yes. Uh-huh. Even if it doesn't look good at the time, when you step back and you take a look at it, there is good in there somewhere. Maybe not at that exact moment, but somewhere in there there's good, even if it's just a lesson or something that ends up being a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
unfortunately, that comes with maturity. <laughs> yeah, and um, we talked, I think, briefly about the last time. It's that delay too, waiting for the delay. Yeah. And it's hard. Mm-hmm. I'm in a higher power group on. We have a secret Facebook group, and we were all in a course with Allie Brown last summer, and we'll we all still stay in touch. And the one thing that always comes up is the delay. How how do you drop the anger when you're in that period of delay and you're just waiting and you've been praying and you've been good and you've been helping and you've been giving and you're just like. Well, in the period of delay, there has to be belief. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I think, so, anyway. So that's where I don't have a problem with the delay period because you have to just let it go. And if you can truly let it go and, and give mm-hmm. it to God, then you just carry on. Mm-hmm. You're right. But and it's belief is strong enough. And if your belief isn't strong enough, you better get back in the church pew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, I I know I'm getting a little sassy here, but. No, really, you're fine. That's I, it's that's think, it exactly, and I always say it's, it's that test of your faith. Yeah. And I, and I told you that time when it was like forty minutes before I had a bill due, and it was like, gosh darn it! I could just see him like nanny nanny boo boo. I told you I'd come through, and you didn't believe me. <laughs> but I really liked. I don't. I you put it on Facebook somewhere, and I I quit saying. Oh, I hope. Oh, I hope because somebody said hope is for beggars. Mm-hmm. And I really like that. I know which one you're talking about, but I can't think of what it. And you put it on there somewhere, and that really resonated with me because I always walked around going, oh, I hope this happens, and I hope this happens. But, you know, I was like, well, hope doesn't do anything. I could sit here and it's all day. You know, but that hope is going to happen. I know it will all work out. Mhm. Mhm. To me, hope is a very passive term. It's almost like playing the victim. Yeah. Like you're just sitting there on a little Miss Muffet on her tuffet, you know? Exactly. I hope my business succeeds. Well, no, get off your ass and make some phone calls. Do your yeah. social media, do your newsletters, do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Take yeah. some action, be responsible, do the work, and you know you will succeed. Yeah. I really like Christine's Premier Designs model. I think it totally fits her personality, her her family values. And that's why I wanted her to really facilitate and jump in on this call because when I did it and I talked to her right after, her call that month had been pretty much the same theme. Mm-hmm. But I just I just love that business. And the fact that jewelry is made in the United States. Mm-hmm. People, you know, it's debt-free. They, it's just good values. And I feel like that's been lacking for a while. Everybody's just gotten... You know, even though the topic is money, 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 they've been focused on money in the wrong way. That's why we've had the mortgage collapse. We've, you know, people got greedy for the wrong reasons. Mm -hmm. 
Very true. And um, back to your talking about praying, because it was that was one of the things that I'd highlighted to you. The call that we had the first of the month was <clears throat> she gave us a list of, you know, things that are important to our business. And I shared the one about don't concentrate on the pennies, but her number one was pray about your business. Be specific, just like you said. You know, that has to be your priority. It makes you focus. Mm-hmm. It makes you bring it into a narrow focus instead of just saying, I need money. No. What right. dollar amount? How many clients? How many shows? Right. Which then gives you that mental, This is, you know, it's really putting your sales part into into the equation. Right. But she also said after that, you have to follow up with the work. Yeah. You can't just sit there and say, oh, Lord, please give me, you know, this much money and this many bookings and this many this, but do nothing to mm-hmm. <laughs> get that. So, you know. Um, you have to go through the hard stuff to get to the good stuff. Yep. <laughs> Which, you know, again, I think we've we've touched on this before. When you're on Facebook, everybody makes it look so easy. Mm-hmm. Only when you're really reading the bios of business owners who've been in business a long time, and you see how many times they've gone bankrupt. I think last time I said it, I had been told it was like the average millionaire, billionaire has been bankrupt five times. Um, so, you know, when I first started, I would tell people my ideal client's willing to eat ramen noodles every meal to grow their business. And if the person laughed at me, I knew they weren't my ideal client because they weren't that hungry. Mm-hmm. They weren't that willing and when I have people say, oh, you work too hard, well, I do what's needed to do what's needed to grow my business and to deliver customer service and mm-hmm. that type of thing. And that's where people run out of steam and they quit and they move on to the next thing. And, you know, we we all know those people who've had half a million. Just last year there's one gal I think has had three – she had a job, a day job, then she did a direct sales, then she went into another direct sales, then she went into kind of another salesy position, and now she's in school and I think doing another direct sales. So what was that, five, six in one year? <laughs> <laughs> and that's not even time to, to give it a fair shot. Right. So... Christine, you've been in business, what, three years? You just had your third year anniversary? Mm-hmm. I'm just starting my fourth year. That's exciting because now you're at that point where I think it's those first couple, you're just kind of like in the starting block, the engine's mm-hmm. revving. You're mm-hmm. kind of creeping out there. You know what you need to do. It's it's starting to get easier. And then as you hit about that fourth, fifth year, it's almost like you're really – making things happen, and it gets fun and exciting. Mm-hmm. And then you'll go for a couple of years, and you're like, okay, now time for another great big explosion. Right. I just, that's, 
how I have always seen it somewhat work, and it, it's always a conscious decision. Once you kind mm-hmm. of get too comfortable, whenever it feels comfortable, and this is what Allie always tells me, when it's comfortable, I'm not growing. Right. When I've got that pit in my stomach, the uneasiness, the chest pain, I'm pushing myself and I'm growing. And you've got to get comfortable with that uneasiness. Mm-hmm. And as much as I'm like, no, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't, you know, I'm not taking risk. I'm not playing right. bigger, bolder. Yeah, and that's where I'm at. You know, I my first year actually was like superstardom, and um, my second year was pretty good. And you kind of what happens is you kind of get into this. I don't want to call it a rut, but you're kind of kind of doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, okay, it's time for a shakeup. Yep. You gotta, you know, try some different things, some new things. And I think I was telling you that, you know, I. It's time to step out and do some different stuff. Mm-hmm. Find some different people. I like the yeah. term you used that the last time we talked. Was it a new fishing pond? Was that it? Um, a watering I, hole? <laughs> I might have said that. <laughs> I, it just made sense. You know, you can't get yeah. it. It's either fishing pond or watering hole. I'd have to go back to my notes, but I love yeah. Because, you know, we all, and we're all, I say we all, you go back we all to what's do comfortable. It. been at the same events. <laughs> right. We go to the you same go. events and nobody's buying from us. They're just in our face with their stuff and they don't they don't even care what we've got. Mm-hmm. That, that's not where we need to be. It's finding a new watering hole, fishing pond. Mm-hmm. Where, well, and I think in order to grow, you have to do that. Yes. And you have I to mean, be aware you're doing it. Right. I mean, yes, it's good to have repeat. And, like, I have my hostesses that are two-time-a-years. They they do a show this time and this time. And, you know, I have my customers that are for this and this. So that's wonderful. But in order to grow and to keep growing, you have to find new watering holes. You have to step out and look for new things or you're just going to keep getting what you get. And if you want to grow... Money-wise, you've got mm-hmm. to continue to find the women or men who are going right. to either spend more mm-hmm. or introduce you to a network who can buy right. a lot, spend more. Right. Because it doesn't do any good to just have the one little pair of earring people. You've got to have no. Right. <laughs> oh, I need all of this, and I need it for my daughter, and I need it for this, and I need it for that. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> So it really is finding that new. Well, like you said, fi- you know, finding your clientele and mm-hmm. you know and as people. And you grow and your your goals change, those people will change. Right. But it is it does all come back to making that very conscious decision, looking at your income goals, looking at you know where you need to invest, and in, you know. Um, you know, even some of the stuff that I have put away for my expos, which I don't like to do. But, you know, it gets banged up. It needs replaced. You have to invest in that. You have mm-hmm. to invest in new, you know, sometimes rebranding. Ganilla's rebranded years ago on her 10th anniversary. New logo, new website. 
You just can't keep going with the same old. You've got to right. do a shake up. Yep. Even in the clothes we wear, you know, I'll look at stuff and I was like, oh my God, I still have those suits and I need some new clothes or, you know. Mm-hmm. Because that is still all part of investing in your image, who you are, a couple statement pieces for the year. Mm-hmm. If nothing else, if you're like me and you only go out once a week, <laughs> go somewhere once a week, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But you still have to be, you know, and I've said this before, your hairstyle, your clothing, all mm-hmm. of your shoes, people are looking. And if you yes. look outdated, they're going to assume your skills are outdated. So it's a package deal. You're part of your brand. Mm-hmm. You have to pull it all together. And that's where, again, having the latest colors, having Christine tell you what the latest color is for the year, the trends, even just buying one new new piece statement piece to wear mm-hmm. will be it will give you confidence that you've got your act together and you look fabulous yeah. <laughs> and all of that. But, Very true. You know, it, it is investing. Mm-hmm. It is truly investing. So. Um, any other comments, anybody? Thoughts? So, Paula, I'm going to put you on. You're still with us, Paula? Or are you watching your basketball game now? I'm doing both. You're doing both? <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm doing both. Actually, the game hasn't started. I'm watching them warm up. So, Paula, since you are a minister, do you pray for your business? Or do you find that you have to remind yourself to pray and take care of you? I tend to rant and rave at God a lot. (laughs) But I learned a long time ago that that's okay. Because he knows what I'm thinking anyway, so I might as well just tell him. Mm -hmm. So that's what I do. But, uh, yeah, I'm much better at praying for other people than I am for myself. But I think that's that whole thing that we've been brainwashed into thinking, you know, it's more blessed to give than to receive. What we don't realize is somebody's got to be receiving if we're all giving. And, you know, that you don't ask for anything for yourself. So that's really that's really a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. I, I think it, you're right. And as women, we've been raised to be so modest and to take care of everybody else. Yeah, exactly. And when it comes to business, you don't often hear somebody say, well, you have to pray for your business success. You have to ask for what you need or want. I learned, I spent a lot of money to learn this because, you know, you don't want to be called a bitch no matter what. You don't want to be called a bitch. But you're going to be. But you know what? I spent a lot of money in therapy to learn that it's okay (laughs) to be a bitch as long as you're the best one you can be. I had a therapist that told me that week after week after week. I don't know why you're saying this. You know, it's okay to be the best you can be, which is true. No matter what you are, you need to be the best you can be. That's right. I think so. I think you're supposed to be. Yeah. I don't think God went through all this trouble to put us here to be mediocre. No, no, absolutely not. And I don't think he sits there and says, okay, you're supposed to be, 
you know, the one in the corner with the dunce cap, and you're supposed to be over here doing this. No, it's you may wear the dunce cap when it comes to this because you excel at this, and you won't be the one being the basketball star because you're going to be over here doing this. Yeah. We're all not, you know, we're not the same. We don't think the same. We're all very unique, and that's what makes it fun. He gave us these gifts to use them. Yep. I'm a first lover of that, and I feel like, you know, I mean, I love my parents to death, but I don't feel like I was encouraged to use them. I was held back. Everything I Mm -hmm. wanted to do was like, no, no, no. (laughs) I could have been Miss America. But I'm not. I wasn't. (laughs) My mother said, no, you're not going to do beauty pageants. So I made my daughter. But, (laughs) you know, I wasn't supposed to go to college, wasn't smart enough, so I joined the Marine Corps. But, you know, I think we get sidetracked. But there's a point where you stop blaming and you take ownership of your own life and who you are and who you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And the biggest disservice is, when people don't do that. Mm-hmm. Even when I see somebody at you know, Walmart or, you know, the Walmart greeter, somebody, I'm like, gosh, is that really what they're supposed to be doing? Well, somebody has to have that job. Oh, I'd like that job some days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I wonder if that person has an artistic talent they're not tapping into. I mean, look at... And Don't ask them. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> I see your point. I mean, but that might also be the height of their ambition or all they're capable of. Because they haven't figured out what. Look, I don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Yeah, we all have know. free will. Yes. It takes and some of us longer than others. We have free will and. Well, I think some of you were part of that thread with that ugly person on that Saturday who just would not stop. Look, I don't want to be that person. I can tell you what I don't want to be. That was awful. Mm. I was reading that going, oh, yikes. That left me with a headache. That was sad. That's all you can say is that was sad. And, you know, just shame on me. (laughs) For voicing my opinion. There was no win in that one. I don't care who yeah. you are. I don't care how much education you have. I don't care your valid points. You were not going to beat somebody with that kind of attitude. Mm-mm. But, you know, no matter what somebody's situation, obstacles, they have free will at some point to recognize to make a change. And with the Internet technology today, I mean, look at the people, well, Christine, she's got her online store. People have Etsy stores, Amazon, selling on Amazon. There is no reason people can't tap into what they love to do and make it a global business. Mm-hmm. Even with a snow day today, people can still be conducting business and selling. Mm-hmm. So, Christine, i got to ask, did you put those kids to work? <laughs> um, actually, we have been cleaning and organizing our house. Mm. Um, I am, I'm 
going to put them to work. I just got a whole bunch of new supplies, stuff that need labels and all that, that they will be doing. But my husband was home today, so we tackled closets and just stuff that had been sitting that needed to get taken care of that I couldn't take. Because sometimes it's hard to focus on (laughs) those business things because all that clutter and muck in my house is making me nuts. Mm -hmm. So that helped actually to take a chunk out of that. And so tomorrow after everybody goes to do their thing, I can focus on business stuff and the other thing I wanted to bring up, what I like about Christine's business is it is a lot of husband and wives. Mm-hmm. And I think that's neat. Mm-hmm. And she's got support from her husband to help her with her business, which I don't ever see that rarely. Right. It's fabulous to be able to go to premier events, and there's always a men's session, and they're just, you know, such a part of what we do and you see um husband and wives are doing the trainings and it's just a it's a great thing to be able to really do it together and um they encourage you know the kids to help us and so it is a great family business and I do have a supportive husband and I'm thankful for that I think it's neat to watch <laughs> <laughs> I love when you go to the conferences and post the pictures and oh yeah, <laughs> and he's beaming and happy and I just think it's really neat. Thanks. It makes it nice. Mhm. Any other uh-huh. thoughts, comments, anything? What are y'all working on? What's your goals that we need to wrap up and promote this month? I mean, tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow is. Well, tomorrow's Ash Wednesday, National Drink Wine Day. Thursday is Chinese New Year, Year of the Goat. Huh. Another holiday to tap into, promote, play on something. Have fun with. So, Christine, what do we need to help you do to to get where you need to be this month with your business? What's something we can help you with? What are you looking for? Uh. Um, you know, I really want to um find some more share the love shows. That is <clears throat> one of the things that I need to post my flyer that I made. I made a flyer to promote the share the love shows. And um I really want to do at least one, hopefully two every single month. So, I'll have to Please. post that and post that over in the group so we can um okay everybody can tap into their networks cuz that's the fundraising, right? Yes. Yeah, I don't um I don't have any set up for next month, so I would love to add one or two to my schedule for next month. For sure. Can you briefly explain what that is? Yeah, Um, basically it's just doing some sort of event, whether it be a show or whether it be a blingo event or um, just getting a group of girls together to play in the jewelry. Whatever money is made from that show, I give 50% of my profit to the organization or the person 
Um, sometimes it might be a single mom. I have several friends who are recent single moms, so several of us have taken on, if there's a single mom in need, then we'll give them um, the profit, half or 50% of the profit from the show. Uh, band and school organizations, I love to give to schools because of my teaching background. Um, I've done breast cancer fundraisers. So basically it's a fundraiser type of or, type of show. But it doesn't have to necessarily be a show. I've done blingo events where we play bingo, the jewelry is the prizes, and then also there's sales that happen. Um, and then the profit, 50% of the profit goes, again, to whatever organization we're raising the money for. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of it much better than buying candy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a win-win because you're buying something that you can use and, you know, feel and enjoy having and wearing. Um, But then an organization or a person or a group is also benefiting from it. So that's kind of why I like it. I like it. Mhm. And then um, I'm going to post my special for the month also because it's a great one to take advantage of. Um, if you've been eyeing some pieces, you can spend um, 75 but then pick out any $50 or less item for 10 when you do that. Mm. So, um, and then... Anybody who purchases will get entered into the mystery hostess benefits that will be given away next Friday. So I can't believe the month is almost over. I know. <laughs> and when I said that, I was like, "Really? Did I mean next Friday?" <laughs> but I think I did because <laughs> it's crazy. Hmm. Okay, so we've got to find Christine some share the love shows, some opportunities. Yeah. I'm sure we can all do that. Judy, what do you got going on? What do we need to help you with? Well, I'm still pushing um, IKEA, and I am now starting to promote um, real weight, actually, because I've been kind of keeping a low, you know, profile because I myself was getting pretty heavy. You know, it was just happening. I'm not sure why, but um, I was exercising and doing all the right things, but poof, it was just coming on, full blast. And then having the steroid shots from being so sick and everything didn't help any. Mm-hmm. I started taking the real weight, and um, two weeks later, I was down 14 pounds. So, um, Is that one of their products? That's the pill form, and that's the, there's no um, drugs in it. It's prickly pear, and I don't have the bottle in front of me, but it's just a a lot of the things that are in IS2 and IKEA, but it's in the pill form, and what it does is you take two of those a half hour before you eat a meal, and it really, like, somehow in conjunction with your mind and your body says, I'm full, I really don't want any more, and it stops people like me who really love food and want to eat, even when they don't need to. That's um, me. To say, stop. <laughs> you don't need to snack while you're watching TV, which is, like, one of my well, big problems. You know what? You might want to piggyback on my thought is two ideas to to 
blah, blah, as I babble, um, to go with this. One, if somebody's giving up something for Lent. There you go. There you go. And they're worried about cravings or, or what, not, you know, whatever. Somehow uh-huh. you can tie it in with Lent. <laughs> That's a great idea. I didn't think of that. And the yeah. other idea is by now people have given up on their New Year's resolutions of weight loss. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's a jump start. Yeah. Have you already fallen off the exercise wagon? Have you already fallen off, you know, lost working on your New Year's resolution? Let's pick it back up. And it really you could play on it for March 1st because it's almost here. It gives you time to <laughs> put together some things. You've used Fiverr. And I was getting so nervous because, you know, I've got to fly out of town to do a show. And I was like, wait a minute. I can't fly out of town to do a show. I'm fat. <laughs> I can't go pump products. What am I going to do? And you know, When are like, you flying out of town? Pardon me? When are you leaving? I am supposed to be gone, um, weather permitting, of course. Um, I'm looking at my calendar right now. On Friday the 20th. And I will be back on the 25th, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could know, be a media release opportunity too, promoting that you're going to be such and such doing a such and such presentation. If someone would like to attend, they can contact you. Blah blah blah. And this is like what um, Christine was talking about earlier. You know, a new fish in ponds. Um, yes. And this is what I've been doing, basically, because I'm in a really, what I consider a tough area. Um, mm-hmm. It's full. It is saturated with nothing but um, people with stuff to sell. Mm-hmm. You go to the expos, which I detest. I would rather have, I think, surgery than do an expo. <laughs> find them too expensive, but the prices here are are a lot considered in other states, I will tell you. They are high. For somebody in, in my market, I mean, you know, I think they're outrageous. You go, I go look at other states, and they're like ten dollars a table. Here, it's like thirty, forty, fifty, hundred, two hundred, six hundred. Yeah. You know, I'm like, these are really, really, really outrageous prices to stand there and hope you sell something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see a lot of people buying from me. Even if I buy from them, I don't see a lot of reciprocity. Um, sure, there's a couple friendships made, but even in the groups I'm in, I don't see people buying. Okay, that's fine, but I see a lot of um, almost backsided hate coming, you know, because there's competition among the products. I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is ugly, because there's so many people in this one spot selling Mm -hmm. stuff. It is really, really hard. But you could, when you're doing what either, either the meet, both the media release and your marketing, share some good tips. Share some things about the products. Uh huh. All natural. Some, you know, testimonials in your flyers or you know, in the um, media release. Share some nuggets. Okay. You know, we don't sell in a media release. We really just get that attention going. But play on the um, New Year's resolutions. It's time to start getting in. I saw a countdown for summer or spring. I think it was 33 days, and this was a few days ago. So yeah. Maybe you can find a countdown to sum, or to spring and then play on how many days till 
swimsuit season. Okay. Are you ready to put on that bikini? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You have X amount of days. I can help you. Yep. Okay. And then again, also be posting over in the group what any, you know, social media posts you need us to share or flyers, photos, infographs, any of that, so we can help share it. Okay. And get it out great. there. Great, great, great. Again, it's it's about making money, but with that money, it's just a tool to do the other things you love to help do. Right. Mm-hmm. Right on. Because, yeah, you kind of, you have to go open up those new spots and, mm-hmm. and, that money doesn't flow in, you know, real fast, but then it does eventually come. <laughs> I can sure promise you that. Doing bib overalls, oh. barefoot, fishing pole over your shoulder, <laughs> um, looking for a new fishing pond. <laughs> yeah. Christine's got her jewelry. <laughs> Judy's got mm. her pills and potions and her little shot glass thing. And so just go sit on the bank and dangle your feet in the water, and it happens. <laughs> Yep, but it's taking action. Mhm. It's getting up and doing something. Mhm. So Paula, are you doing the wedding expo this weekend? No, I'm not. I wasn't sure I was going to be here, and then I decided it just—I was just wasn't going to. Mm-hmm. Um, I never had that many bookings from the one that we used to have, that Pam used to do here in Onslow, and I just decided it wasn't anything I really wanted to do. Too much time and not enough. I agree with you. I think you can best use that time setting up some social media posts and even just doing a media release or something, letting people know the dates you still have available. Yeah. March is pretty much wide open right at the moment uh, because I did have a cancellation for March. Uh, I got one, no, I got one the first of March, first weekend in March I have one. Uh, and the rest of March I don't, but April, May are, I'm not going to say they're full, but they're probably about as full as they can be. I could probably add a couple more. Uh, June, I sure hope I get back from Deontay's graduation the way I'm supposed to because I'm flying up there and I'll be back hopefully on Monday because I have a wedding Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday after I get back. Wow. Yeah. The, the wedding on Tuesday. Even your Facebook timeline cover photo, mm-hmm. I would use that to announce what when you're already full and what's somewhat available. Yeah, I need to redo those. I love doing those anyway, making those on Sick monkeys, and mm-hmm. I just need to sit down and do those because those are fun. Uh, People know and these days open. Yeah, March is March is open. June, uh, April, May, not so much. June, sort of July is starting to pick up, and August is starting to pick up. But I go all the way through to October. So mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm happy with the way things are going so far. I'm getting. I somebody called me today. It was someone I met at the bridal show in January, and oh, she actually called me on Sunday, and then she called me today, and she said, what do we need to do to book you? Because we are going to book you, and I want to do it today. So oh, yeah. that was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was impressed that I remembered her. I said, yeah, you're the one that you put my, my business card in your back pocket because she didn't want to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> she said, I can't believe you remembered that. I said, yeah, I did. <laughs> well, good. Now, I know you have May 2nd already booked. Yes. Actually, I booked another one for May 2nd for the morning. <gasps> well, you better so, rest up, woman. <laughs> I'm gonna do, well, what I'm going to do is I'm, book, I'm boarding the dogs for the whole weekend. Uh-huh. And I'm uh, going to go to Fort Macon and do one. They wanted it, They wanted it, me to do it, and they said, we'll do it anytime you can. I said, okay, I do it before noon then. So we're doing it at 11 o'clock. And I'm going to go do their wedding, and then I'm going to New Bern, and I'm staying in the hotel, and I'm going to do Christina's wedding. Woohoo! Now you stay yes. at the hotel we're all at? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh. And I told you yeah. you're doing grace, right? <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. Okay. Yeah. Not a problem. Yeah, Not a problem. I'm excited. It's going to be here. She started to count down today, and um, Palace did a picture of Latham Garden with all frozen with the – Yeah. And it was still gorgeous. So. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. Yeah. And, Christine, we need to sit down, too, and look at jewelry mm-hmm. and different yes. things. Um, yep. Yeah. Actually, I meant to send you. I have some fashion boards of um, some pieces. You know, I went over to your Pinterest, and I was going to say, I maybe you want to do one on weddings. That's a good idea. Wedding jewelry, and then you know you can always cross promote with Paul and Ganilla. Um, there was something else I was thinking. But I was looking. I thought, oh, we need to look at your Pinterest more. Yeah, I do. I started last week. I added a bunch of pins, but mm-hmm. I really need to um, work on that. And I also need to work on, after I talked to Mary, she was like, you need to be on Twitter and LinkedIn, and you know how I'm just not there yet. <laughs> I got to get there. We'll get you there. I got to get on it. We need to people- do a, find a weekend to just sit down and everybody update the social media because Facebook has so many things coming out. They've got a new, um, and I only heard about it and I haven't had time to dig deeper, but it's my understanding in the next couple of weeks, Facebook is turning out a store, storefront something, where you'll right. be able to do more selling, more than just the little shop now button. Hmm. So we'll have to keep an eye out for that. I've noticed Twitter, it had died out for a while, but it is back. It is back hot. I am getting a lot from Twitter again, a lot of interaction. Um, People are really having conversations on Twitter. Of course, I've always loved my LinkedIn. So, But Pinterest, just for the weddings and... Right. And prom is coming. I have a whole bunch of prom boards that... um, Mhm. I need to, you know, make a something to put yeah. all those in. So, yeah. Lots, need to, you know, and all you can do is just make that list and start checking it off. Yes, I'm adding those to the list because they weren't really, that wasn't on my short list to get to. <laughs> you can even have somebody just, I mean, Twitter to set up a Twitter doesn't take much time at all, and you could even have somebody on Fiverr do it if you really wanted to. But um, Mm -hmm. it's just you can link from – I don't like really linking too much from Facebook to Twitter, but you can, and then Mm -hmm. it just goes. 
it just goes. Right. It's just another microblogging, another whole new way. And again, I still always like the ideas of the videos, especially with the jewelry, mm-hmm. how to wear jewelry, what to wear it with. And I think I was looking, trying to look at the new catalog, and that's when I, it took me to a Pinterest. Their main Pinterest was something. Mm-hmm. And there was yeah, because Premier has their own um, Pinterest. Yeah, and there was a necklace that caught my eye. So. Yeah. <sighs> and they're on Twitter, and you know, there's different things. I just got to get up with it. I just haven't. <laughs> I need to. Yeah. It's not my my thing. Oh, but I gotta make it. And not everything has to be your thing. Yeah. That's where the whole delegating again comes in. Mhm. I'm not good at that. Why? Why? Why am I not good at that? Uh huh. <laughs> um, I think it's the whole. Um. I want to do it, so it's done my way, and the way I want it done. <laughs> you can't grow if you're doing everything. I I know. You're right. <laughs> I'm trying. That's one of those things I'm working on, trying to let go of some things. Pick one thing and delegate it. I don't right. care well, delegating yeah. to your children or over to Fiverr and just. Yep. And my, you know, yes, my husband said, something yeah. Else. Yeah, I'm trying to let him take over entering information and keeping up with tax stuff and, you know, working the computer software stuff and. You focus on what you love. Right. I have a guy on Fiverr. He's from Bangladesh. And I don't know how he does it, but he will type 25 pages for $5. And I sent him a, I think it was 13 or 14-page document this morning, and he had it back within a couple of hours. And it's always flawless. Wow. You know, I couldn't have typed it that quick, I don't think. And, you know, so, and I didn't feel like working this morning. I just felt really incredibly lazy. So I delegated a lot of stuff. But stuff was being done. And yesterday we had to go for, you know, to Raleigh for the bridal gown fitting. And I had delegated a bunch of stuff. And it was like, you know what, I can go do what I want to do because other people are doing these other things. Right. Um, Don't be afraid to delegate. It'll help you be in two places at once. Right. Helps you grow your money. Yeah. Start thinking about what y'all want to talk about next month, unless you want me just to pick another topic. But we're going to, I want y'all to be doing your homework, scheduling your calls, doing your reports so you can make big leaps. Big leaps this year. Not playing little. Supposed to be the year of the money. Money's supposed to be opening up for everybody. According to Tanya Gabriella, who's a numerologist. It's the year to make money for all of us. So we got to do our part. Yes. Pray, pray, pray. Ask. Be intentional. Pray big, bold prayers. Don't be afraid. Be uncomfortable. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. <laughs> Anybody got anything else left? Last round, we're over our time limit. And everybody wants to go to bed. 
Go play in the snow that we didn't get. Yeah. I know that was a big letdown. Big one. I know I wanted a snow day today so bad. <laughs> Me too. Oh, I got does anybody watch Green Acres? Or grow up watching Green Acres? Yes, ma'am. I was watching that in the middle of the night and it one of those middle of the night and I'll end up writing an article or something about it. But you you think about the show Green Acres and Oliver he just didn't ever quit. And he wasn't too embarrassed to ask that goofy county extension agent for help. <laughs> as smart as he was as a lawyer, he was always willing to ask for help. Hmm. And you look at Mr. Haney. <laughs> <laughs> he just wouldn't take no for an answer. <laughs> that poor man, he gets on my nerves. <laughs> But he is the ultimate salesman. He knows how to capitalize on an opportunity and go with it. Hmm. Oh, Lord, now I'm going to have to turn on Green Acres. <laughs> green Acres. <laughs> to be. Yep. The place to be. And yep. then, um, oh, my word. <laughs> oh, who is the, the helping hand, the helper? Oh, my word. Give me a second. Give me a second. Um, um, he's just so eager to please, and he's kind of the person you look at relationship building. He's He was in the episodes he kept calling everybody mom and pop and grandma because he wants to be part of a family, and he would be a good relationship seller. <laughs> And then what's her name? Oh, I always already forgot. Eva Gabor was in yeah. it with Eddie Albert. But who were they? Um, He's Oliver. I can't think of her name all of a sudden. She's just clueless. She's just our ideal client. <laughs> um, oh. Can't think of it. And then you got Arnold the pig. Oh, Arnold, yes. <laughs> so, lots of lessons when you look at some of those old shows or just anything. You know, it's like you could really look at them and like, what, what, what can we learn from them? Oliver and um, um, Lisa. Yes. Oh. She just, you know, thought she could cook and she can't. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I know, now that I'm thinking about that. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Oh, gosh. I think my daughter can actually cook better than she can. And they live you know, she was like... willing to follow her husband, and she was willing to, yep. to try. Didn't they live in, like, Yankee Doodleville or something like that? <laughs> Hooterville. Hooterville, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> and they lived in that rundown house with, with barely electricity. Yep. And they had the two carpenters. Um, I can't think of their names right off the top of my head, but they were just as... Open Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> trying, trying, trying. But, you know, the whole thing is, you know, Mr. Hayes just never gives up on the sale. 
Oliver just keeps trying to grow out of nothing there, and and they all are pretty much that way. They're they resilient. They're they the quit. Rose, Alpha. They're following their dream. Following their dream. Oliver is following <laughs> Oliver. It's following his dream. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Lord. That almost gives me a headache to think about that. <laughs> so. So you with Little House in the Prairie and the Waltons. Yep. Could you watch something a little bit more current? <laughs> um, oh, I don't know. You know, I'm on Hulu Plus. How to get away with the perfect murder? <laughs> when you start watching Scandal, then we can talk. <laughs> hey, I just got caught up on Devious Maid, so. I don't watch that. Ooh. I might have to. Yeah. Because they're all following their dream, too. Before you go to bed tonight, say your prayers. Be intentional. That's right. Yes, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was something I posted today, and I now it's even more so. It was I, I can't remember what I posted on, but I it was about ISIS, and it was like this it is time to get on your knees and pray. Time. Oh yeah. And now with the forty-five that were just burned, it's like oh my god, it is just scary. It is scary. No. We've got to enjoy our freedoms. Mm-hmm. Pray, pray for all our military and and everything. So, alrighty, folks, I'm gonna let y'all go. Okay. Thanks, Great Janine. Night. Thank Thanks, you, everybody. And I uh, will talk to y'all soon. All right. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.